welcome to the very first episode of Meet Mum. I'm Meet and this is my mum. Hi, I'm Poonam. I'm a life coach and of course I'm Meet's mum. Okay, let's get right into it then. Why do we lie? Oh, that is a beautiful question. Okay, so we lie. There are lots of reasons why we lie. So one reason could be uh, fear of uh, reprimand. So you kind of um, think that if you tell the other person the truth, you they will yell at you or they'll be angry. They won't be happy with you. Um, the other reason that we lie is because we understand that we've done something that we shouldn't have done and we want to protect ourselves. So that is your protection mechanism. So the first one is fear, fear of reaction of uh, um, untoward response. The second one is protection where you want to protect yourself. Like you don't want to be shamed and you, you are kind of protecting yourself. That's why we lie. Okay. Um, so what about your children? So when you lie to your children when they're young, what yeah. about what about white lies? Uh, I personally think that no matter how young the, your children are, you should not lie. Instead, treat them as you would want to be treated and give them the truth. There are certain things uh, which are not age appropriate, um, but I think lying is not the answer. Uh, probably you could explain that this is not something you might, uh, like, you know, I don't think you might understand this right now uh, and explain it in simple words where you give them some information, but you don't give them all because that's not age appropriate. But lying is not the answer. Yeah, well, you have to give them some sort of information. Uh, children are more curious than any other people in the world. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, obviously, they're learning. So they're, they, they, have, they are the biggest curious people around. And um, they are learn, not only learning by seeing, they're learning with all the, all the senses um, and you're right, they'll ask questions. And like I said, there's some questions will not be age appropriate. Apart from that, you don't need to lie. Like you can just simply tell them everything. So I think lying is a word where you are willfully telling them something that's not the truth. So that's what I'm trying to say. You, you should never tell them something which is not the truth, but you can explain, okay, this is not age appropriate or this is not um, something that you might understand right now, but once you grow up, I'll explain it to you instead of telling them a lie. Okay, I have a, I have a curveball going off <laughs> of that same thing. <laughs> so what about if you're lying for someone else? For instance, if someone has told you, hey, this, this, this has happened uh, yeah. and you are now in conversation with someone else. So you have someone's secret and you're talking mm -hmm. to another person. And if you don't lie in this moment, you might give away the secret, which they trusted in you. So what do you do then? 
Okay, so if you if you're talking about an adult to adult talk, so it's not concerning children. Um, if let's say my friend has told me something that they don't want to share with other people, if a topic comes up about that instance and no one is directly asking me a question, I would just stay quiet. Not like I would not show that I know anything more about it but if someone asks me directly okay so this has happened what do you think about it or what do you know and I would say that person has uh, this has shared some personal information with me and they they expect me to keep it secret so I'm I don't think I would like to share it with you so you just come out on the level but you just don't say it so still don't lie (laughs) yes yes I think it's very important for us to set boundaries it is it i know where you're coming from you know what um in any relationship we we try to maintain that relationship and um try to show to the other person that um that we connect well with them and that we respect them and we we give importance to that relationship so that's why we try to portray that um we share everything with them but in actual life, if you look at your relationships, you don't share everything with everyone. So you you kind of share some information in some relationship and some other information in some other relationship. And that's how we live. But we, we don't admit it. We pretend all the time. And that's what we've learned right from our childhood, that we have to wear a different mask in different situation. But what where I am coming from is that that is not your authentic self. So it is not easy, but it's a journey when you start treading towards your authentic self and you you kind of show to people who you exactly are without any mask. And it's not easy. Yeah, so that's interesting. So basically, instead of lying, you can, what about omission? Right. So when you're having conversations uh, with people and mm-hmm. you uh, ins- you don't particularly lie, you just hold back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I do. Yeah. Sometimes it's required. And some, uh, and just let's get to the crux of it. Let's dive, dive deeper into it. Why would I omit? It's only because I don't want that person who's asking me questions to feel upset about something. So I'm trying to protect them or I'm trying to protect someone else. And that's why I'm omitting. So there, there is a good reason for me to do that. Or, or maybe that information is, is hurtful for that person who's in front of me. So the omissions are sometimes good, <clears throat> but authenticity is even better. It's hard to get there. I know that. We are social beings. And we've learned to pretend to protect people from hurt. Um, and sometimes I think I would just so the other person is not hurt. But um, I think in the bigger scheme of things, um, be I would like to be authentic. So authentic as in always say the full truth of whatever is happening. Is that what you mean? Uh, always say the full truth of whatever is happening with me but with the other people I would respect their wishes so if someone shares something with me and they don't want it discussed and that's 
that's how it is in my profession as well. As a coach, I coach so many people and um, those people are actually um, in my social circles as well. All right. So I get to know on a very deeper, know them on a very deeper level, but I never discuss it with anyone else because that's my professional commitment. So you see with various situations, this would change. But if the information is to do with me, uh, I try to be as authentic as I can. See, it's, there's still a caveat there. <laughs> Yeah, so that's still, what I mean. Still so learning and growing. You can't always, there's there's not a thing where you can always do one thing and stick by it. You know, you have to, for me anyway, I think you have to adapt to the situation. So surely there's going to be instances where you, not necessarily lie, but there's going to be instances where you have to make omissions. Yeah, you see, you have to understand as you grow, like, you know, on the this spiritual continuum or whatever you call like your emotional growth or your growing your subconscious, you slowly would get to a point where you would need the omissions less and less because you start feeling confident in who you are and what you are. Okay. Um, the omit, let's dig, dig it. Like, like you said, you would want the need to omit information. Why would you want to omit information? What's the deeper feeling? So it, it depends on the situation. Like I said, it needs to be somewhat fluid. But yeah. say you're speaking with someone you have never met before. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, some topic comes up and you not necessarily uh, about being you know, feeling safe about saying it or anything like that. You just, mm -hmm. you don't know this person and you don't care for them to know it's your information. Yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely fine. That's not lying. We wouldn't consider them lying. It's just not sharing personal information with someone new because you, yeah, you yeah. haven't connected I'm not on saying, that level. That's, that's what I was saying. So it's not lying. I'm saying that you sometimes you would omit certain things. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. So when was the last time or when did you stop lying? Did you ever? Uh, I still lie. <laughs> so it's a journey. Um, but like I said, I would only lie, not lie, lie, but omit information probably if it's to do with someone else. Uh, with my own information or with my uh, relationships with people who are very close to me, um, I, in the last few years, so ever since I started kind of trying to understand my own conscious and subconscious behavior, um, even if I sometimes, because, you know, it becomes a habit and we've learned it from our childhood, you know, when your, your parent says, okay, did you eat that candy and you want, you've eaten the candy, but you know that they're going to be angry. You just say, I didn't kind of a thing. Uh, so it st starts from there. So it becomes a pattern. And sometimes you, you um, lie even if there's no need of lying and or you omit information when there was no need of omitting information because that's become kind of a subconscious habit. You know, we just go to that spot instantly when we don't want to be shamed or 
disrespected or you don't want any repercussions. So I've had that as well in my life. Um, and I'm, I'm at a stage where I, when I unconsciously do it, I sit down with myself and revisit and try to figure out why I did it. So I have actually started becoming conscious about it. And because I'm becoming conscious about it, I do it less and less. But I can't say that I've totally stopped. Uh, I hope to get there at least 95% one day. (laughs) Yes. Well, you've said this to me before, but everything in moderation is lying one of those things then? (laughs) (laughs) Using the wrong words against you. Yeah. um, No. I don't think so. Um, this is something that I'm working on and I'll keep working on it. Um, and I think when you communicate with people, especially your loved ones, from a place of authenticity, then that communication creates less drama. It creates less strife. You know, even simple things like, let's say, if me, you, you say something to me and I don't feel good about it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, if I don't tell you just to protect you from hurt, like thinking, okay, if I tell him I didn't like it, he will feel bad. So let, let me just not tell him. So see what I'm creating? I'm creating a dynamic where... I'm not happy about something, but I'm not expressing it. And you're not even aware of my unhappiness. Yeah. And I'm going to keep doing that same thing. Exactly. And the other thing is that I am keeping something that hurt within me. So how long can I suppress it? And that's what becomes stress in our lives, especially in our relationships. So that's why I, I, I tell people, and I'm sure you remember, I've told you so many times that in any relationship, communication is the key. But in when I say communication is the key, it, it is only valuable if both parties are mature enough to understand that communication. So if, like, say, like I said, if you say something to me and if I'm upset about it or if I don't like it and we've got a difference of opinion or difference of how we look at things, if I come back and discuss it with you, I, I say, hey, me, you said this, but I didn't like it. And I didn't like it because of this, this, this. Now you're aware that I didn't, I don't like it. And then you might put put forward your opinion about how you looked at it. And it might just be a little confusion of how we understood the same situation, but then we resolve it and then there's no stress. And I think that's what's lacking in most relationships we keep pretending so we please each other, but then we keep our hurts inside and yes. that keeps boiling. And then sometimes you're frustrated. You you just lash out at the other person. It's only because of all the, th- all the hurtful things you've kept inside and the other person is surprised. Hey, what happened here? You know? And even you don't realize because you're not consciously doing it. It's the deep down hurt that you've been accumulating. It just comes out because it has to one day. Yeah. You get it? Yeah, I get it. So also from what you're saying, I'm 
building a picture that so every time you're lying you're creating a narrative yes and then as you lie more and more you're adding more and more to that narrative now that's something yeah. that you have to remember that's different from what you are reality yes yeah and yeah. it becomes a slippery slope it does it does and it does very quickly um i was i've i read this book um called uh, the buddhist bootcamp by timber hawkeye and he explains this phenomena very very clearly so he says that whatever narrative you're creating in your mind might not be true it's your perception of that situation you know and then you keep adding to it and our brains are so designed that we we start thinking that that is the reality and then we look for clues to validate that your thought is the reality and like you said it becomes a slippery road yeah then how do you yeah. get away from it say i find myself in this slippery road with some person yeah. uh with someone i some one of my loved ones like you put it yeah and <clears throat> i've created this narrative and you know the longer it goes the harder it is to get out of it because i'm adding mm-hmm. more and more and more to it mm-hmm. uh, you know you find yourself 5 years later 10 years later with this person and now your narrative is a novel yeah <laughs> it's a it's a series of maybe it's a trilogy and uh, you yeah. have all of this and you feel like if you come clean now after all this time uh, yeah. it's just going to damage whatever you have with them so how do you how do you get out of that okay so if you're creating that narrative you start living that narrative if you've done it for a few years that's that's your picture of truth so you if you're not conscious about how you're creating that narrative then you will never think of coming clean because that's your picture okay so you don't trust them or you don't you know you're angry with them or you're frustrated with them so you you will have emotions and feelings attached to that fictitious reality that you have created so if you're not consciously living if you're not understanding how your subconscious works you won't even realize that it is your narrative it is your reality so you we wouldn't want to come clean because you have emotions and feelings attached to that narrative now the best part is to work on your own conscious and subconscious and how we work and how we view things and once you learn to do that that's when you reflect on your narratives as a third party and not attach emotions to it that's when you will understand that this is your side of the story and you don't know the other side of the story so it's a it's a process it cannot happen in one day and this kind of understanding and reflecting on your own behavior and your thought process takes a lot of work and a lot of commitment and that's what i teach or help people understand when i help them understand how their subconscious works and how they've got generational patterns of the ways of thinking and viewing the world yeah it's got to take a lot of courage as well to try and that's you know, right admit that that's, that's happening yeah because we've got big walls of ego that don't let us be um present ourselves the way we are we are 
we come back to masks. We are always pretending, you know, to be that good, smart, intelligent, empathetic, a giver. <laughs> All of those masks that I that we wear, and then if you come out saying this is what I thought about you, that's shredding that mask, and to go through that mask takes a lot of courage. So, what can someone do from day to day? Maybe starting today. Yeah, they can work towards this. Yes, yeah, that's a very good question. So the first thing that you need to understand is that you start becoming honest with yourself first, and then review. You know, every time you come across something, we assume a lot. <clears throat> so let's say, for example, it's a simple example. Um, I go to work. Uh, I'm walking in the corridor and someone I know comes from the other side. They're busy in something. Maybe they're looking at their phone. They didn't greet me. So my ego instantly tells me, oh, how rude. They didn't even talk to me. And they might not have noticed me, but my ego doesn't say that. My brain is telling me that they didn't talk to me. They didn't greet me. The next time they meet me in the corridor again, they were talking to someone and they just went past. And then my brain is telling me, see, I told you she's rude. She didn't talk to me again. So I am in my mind creating a narrative around my interaction with that person. And then the third time I see them, they look at me and they're like, oh, hi, how are you? And they're very nice and very warm. And now my brain is confused. So the thing that happened is that they might not have seen me, they might, they might be busy, whatever, but I've created my narrative around that interaction and that's how I view that person. And then all of a sudden it changes and I wonder, does she need something from me? Why is she doing this to me? Because I've like we get drawn towards negative so easily and then we don't even know the right story. So the first thing that people can do is pass it through a few filters. So every time your brain tells you a story, ask yourself a question. Is this true? So is it really true? So when they didn't look at me, is it true that they are rude? Do, do I have enough evidence to say that they are rude? And then the second thought that you can think of is, is it necessary? Like, is it necessary for me to think this? You know, this, why, am I, why, why am I creating this narrative? And the third filter is, is this kind? Whatever, whatever I'm thinking in my head, is this kind? If your narrative passes through all these three filters, then keep it, otherwise discard it. This could be your first step in not creating negative narratives in your head. Okay, so is, start again. What were the three? Just listen. So is okay. this... Is this true? Is this true? Is this necessary? And is this kind? And is this kind? Okay. So true, that's how you can start. That's right. That's how you can start breaking the habit of creating narratives in your head. And if you have any other questions that you would like mum to answer, well, feel free to email us at meetmumcontact at gmail.com. See you in the next episode.